Do you feel like you should be practicing more? Do you feel like you're not putting in the necessary work? In today's episode, we're actually gonna break this down into three simple tips to help you overcome this hurdle. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Singing Simply Show. My name is Ivan and I'm a voice teacher that helps out of beginners sing with more confidence. And on this show in particular, it's all about demystifying singing and making it as easy and as practical for you. Because you know, let's face it, learning to sing can be confusing, right? Especially when you're first starting off, there's so much you know, information, so many things that can throw us off. And so I wanna break this down for you today. And tying in with you know the, the title for today or the topic, you know, when you feel like you should be practicing more, when you feel like you should be doing more work, but you're not, right? How do we overcome this invisible wall or this invisible hurdle? And this topic was actually inspired by one of my singing lessons with my summit clients. And I just, I just noticed that quite a few of them, especially the newer ones, were saying this, right? I feel like I should be practicing more. And so I wanted to share the advice that I gave them with some of you all here. And I'll actually be sharing three in fact. And if along today's episode, some of the topics or some of the ideas that I share bring you value, hit that follow button so you can listen and check out more of this. And you know, if you really, really, really like it, please leave a review so more people can see this message. I'd really, really, really appreciate that. And so let's, let's dive into tip number one, which is be honest with yourself. And it's so important. And I want to kind of break this down, go a bit more in detail of what this actually means. So many times we often compare ourselves, right? So, so many times we compare ourselves, right? We compare ourselves to our peers. We compare ourselves to our friends, right? And especially when it comes to singing, we're often listening to YouTube videos, checking out all these amazing singers, and we are often comparing ourselves to them. And what that often leads to is this unnecessary pressure, this, you know, this expectation on ourselves that we need to be here or we should be here. And the challenge with that is often we're basing our level of work ethic, how much time we should be practicing, how much time we should be doing these things to someone else, based off someone else that's exterior to you. Now, the challenge with that is you don't share the same goals. You don't have the same outcomes. For example, someone who wants to be a professional singer is going to require a very, very different level of work ethic and commitment, or maybe even curiosity compared to someone who's learning you know, to sing at a karaoke or learn to just create these you know, covers for themselves. It's very, very, very completely different. And the more we compare ourselves to others, the more we run into that problem. Now, a different story would be, you know, comparing yourself to someone who's doing what you want. That's a completely different angle. But oftentimes we just do have these blanket kind of comparisons. And this is often going to be a trap because you start to, you know, put this expectation on yourself that's not leading you to anywhere good. And so what's the thing that we need to be mindful of? What's the thing that we should be working on? And this is number one, and this is going to be being honest with yourself. And in particular, being honest with your goals. What exactly are you even working towards, right? In fact, one of the things I do first thing with my new students is we dive into what are their goals? What are your goals? Specifically, what are you working towards? Because that should be the thing that guides you to your work ethic. Because if you're just learning to sing happy birthday, great. You know, you don't need to be practicing every day. But if you want to take it professional or if you want to just really, really improve your voice, you're so serious about it, then that requires a different level of work ethic. Maybe every single day, 30, 40 minutes. 
a completely different level of commitment. And so this is gonna be tip number one, be honest with yourself, what are your goals? Because then you can match the level of work ethic to get there. And tip number two, and this ties in quite well with tip number one, and this actually might be triggering for some of you. This actually might be triggering, and you know, if this triggers you, I'd really be like, you know, why, why is it triggering me? Get a bit curious over why this is happening to you. And so tip number two is, what if the word I should was actually I chose, right? What if I should be doing this was actually I chose to do this? And what I mean by this is often when we say, you know, I, I should be practicing, but you know, I've got uni, I've got all these commitments, or, you know, I should be taking singing lessons, but you know, I don't have the money. What you're really telling us or what you're telling me is not that you should be, but rather you chose to. And the reason why I know this is true is because I've seen people from both sides of the spectrum experiencing the exact same situation and they have completely different responses. And I'll explain what I mean by this. Sometimes I get these students who would be like, hey, you know, I, I should be practicing, right? I should be practicing, but you know, my, my, my kids, right? They're taking up a lot of my time or maybe it's like my job is taking up a lot of my time. And I'm like, you know, fair, I totally get that, totally get that. But you know what happens? I also then see people with the exact same thing. You know, I've got kids, I've got, you know, job, but I can make it work. There's even more reason to do this because singing is that important for me. And so really what is happening is when you're telling me that I should be doing this, but I should be spending more time on singing, but I have kids. What you're telling me is that you're choosing, whether you're consciously choosing or unconsciously choosing something else that's higher priority, right? Something else that's more important to you. And I hope this brings some awareness, you know, what if we change the word I should to I choose, right? Whenever you literally say that, right, swap it out for I choose and just notice how this changes your awareness and notice how this, you know, really reveals what things are important for you. Now for you, and if you're like, hey, Ivan, you know, I totally get it. And singing really is my priority, right? Singing really is my priority. Great, great, I love that. Choose it, choose to make time for it then, right? because we all are dealt with the same cards. We all dealt with the same amount of time. Yes, some of us have more on our plate, some people have less, right? But choose to make it happen. That's gonna be the magic. When you can choose and you can take on ownership of that, that's gonna be the thing that changes, right? And that's the thing that's gonna allow you to overcome this invisible wall. And so tip number three, and I'm gonna leave you with a bit more of a practical one as well, which is create little challenges for each of your practice sessions. Now, what, what I mean by that is, you know, one of the things that holds people back from practicing more is sometimes it feels dry. Sometimes it feels boring and I get it. You know, some of these exercises can be a bit repetitive. Now, we need to do these exercises because it's like, you know, going to the gym. They, they, they build certain coordinations, they build certain habits for your voice, but they don't need to be boring. Now, how can we make it less boring? How can we make it feel less boring? And this is where these little challenges come in because our brains are so wired for new challenges, things that we can do to improve ourselves slightly because often when you get that challenge or that strive for the challenge releases a lot of chemicals that make us feel good. But you know, when you're doing the same thing again and again, you won't often get that release. And so we want to incorporate some little baby challenges. Now, what, what I mean by that is, you know, why don't you just try go a little note higher? Or why don't you try do that exercise 10 times in a row perfectly. When you set these little challenges or these little, hey, let me, let me try that, right? Let me try this, let me try that. Your brain starts to treat these little 
exercises as little missions, little mission impossibles for yourself, right? And this starts to make the whole process more fun, which then allows you to see more progress. And you know what? Progress often is one of the best forms of motivation. And when you can do that and you can stack on this, all of a sudden you can't help but want to practice more. You can't help but want to practice more. And then obviously when you finish off with some song work and it's fun to sing, you get this really, really wonderful concoction of chemicals just from sitting down and practicing. And this is something that I experienced myself a lot. A lot of the times my students ask me, how do I you know, practice two to three times and you know, not get bored of it? If anything, I look forward to it. And it's because I've incorporated this exact idea, creating these little challenges, which means every time I go and practice, I'm always looking to get that 1% improvement. And that makes it really, really, really fun. And so these are the three tips. Number one, be honest with yourself, right? Your work ethic should match your goal or your outcome. What is it that you want? And tip number two is let's start swapping out the word I should for I choose. And then finally, you know, for the actual practicing, let's create little baby challenges to make it more stimulating and to make it more fun. And here's the thing, I'm a pretty practical guy. And so what I want to encourage you next is, you know, pause this episode right here and I want you to mentally go through these three ideas and just choose one. Choose one and start applying it to your practice sessions. And maybe it might just be having a think or sitting down and going, well, what are my singing goals? What really am I working towards? And is my current work ethic matching it? Because if it's not matching it, you either have to change your work ethic or you got to change your goals, right? Now, maybe it is about changing the word should to I choose. And what, what this means is, you know, for the next seven days, next week, catch yourself out, call yourself out whenever you mentally or even you, you verbalize it, I should be doing this, I should this, change it to I choose. And just notice what that does to your singing, to other areas of your life as well. And last but not least, right, set some challenges. Set some challenges for your routine, which means going that note higher. Maybe spending just that extra minute on practicing. Maybe it is about doing it 10 times. Maybe it's choosing a song that's more challenging. Whatever is that little slight challenge for you, incorporate that. In, and in fact, I'd really love to hear what you came up with. And I'm always looking to connect with all of you here on the Singing Simply Show. And so if you just want to drop by and say hi and even share with me your answer, check out my Instagram or you can send me an email. I'll drop a link in the show notes so we can get connected. And if you've got any questions that you know if you haven't been answered or you'd like to see for some of the future episodes, let me know on Instagram or email as well. And so I hope this episode has brought value to you and I will see you all for our next episode. Remember, you're not your limitations. Take care.